Ksuvas Perk Zion Mishnehe 7.5, and another one in the series. This one especially is fascinating in as much as it deals with her emotional needs. It says, Literally again, if a man takes a vow that his wife shall not go to the house of mourning, like a shiva house, or to Beis Mishta, like to a wedding... Again, he hasn't got the power to take such a neder, so the point is that she took a neder, um, and she says, you know, I won't, won't go to the shiva house, just the wedding, and of course that alone is not a vow, but even if she structured it as a vow somehow, as a neder, he wouldn't be allowed to annul it, because it doesn't involve him or his relationship with her, um, nor does it involve her denying some sort of physical pleasure to herself as in terms of inu nefesh. So it has to be a case where she says, I won't go to the wedding, and if I do, then strawberries are forbidden to me as if they were Corbin, or sleeping with you, the benefit I get from that is forbidden to me as if it were Corbin. So uh, now it's tied in some which he could and all, so he could, but if he doesn't, um, then again, Yotzi and Ksuba, so then it's grounds for divorce, and she can collect her Ksuba. Now Why? What's so big a deal about this? Says the Mishnah, Because he's locking, meaning the door, in front of her. Now, what are we talking about? So the simple meaning here would be um, that she has certain emotional needs which he is restricting um, from her. So that means she wants to be part of a community and rejoice with her friends. She can't go to the party because um, of this vow. So therefore it's clear that she has needs he doesn't care about and therefore grounds for divorce on the spot. Um, not a matter of how many weddings or how many days or something like that. Um, as far as the going to the funeral or to the and the Shiva house, so there the Gemara says, well, I mean, What's he holding her back from? So it's really interesting. The Gemara ends up saying that her concern is that if she's not part of, you know, playing her role in society as she ought to, meaning participating in, in people's, not just their smachot, but also in their very tsaras, like in the funeral or the mourning, so then people um, will reciprocally not um, have nice things to say about her, and the Gemara actually gives two shots from either a, you know, next thing you know, she'll die, and no one will um, be at her funeral to say nice things about her at her eulogy because, you know, she didn't participate in their funerals. Um, another shot the Gemara gives um, is that, that's the Barnes another gives that first shot, but the Gemara also says the second shot, which is no one will want to bury her um, or come to her funeral because she didn't do it for them. Um, whatever the case is, the point here is that a person has certain emotional needs to feel that they are respected and to rejoice with their fellow, to participate in the joys and sorrows of the community, and if they can't, um, that's hurtful and harmful, and if a husband um, has the ability to fix up that situation so his wife could participate, but he doesn't, clearly her best interests are not in his, um, of his concern, and therefore that would be grounds for divorce. Now, um, the mission continues on, but really it's kind of like a new mission altogether, there's a new point here, and um, we're seeing a general point. Um, oh, sorry, excuse me, before I go into that, if the situation is where she says there's a good reason why I'm not going to this party, um, and that is because of davar acher. Davar acher is typically a euphemism in the Mishnah and Chazal for something that is um, lewd, something that's you know inappropriate. So she's you know she says last time I went to this the last wedding I went to with this family everyone was you know whatever not behaving properly or not dressed properly etc. 
I'm not going. And she makes it by force of a vow. Since there's a good reason for it, um, then he is um, certainly not going to be... There's a good reason for it. And that being the case, him not annulling the vow was not grounds for divorce um, by any means. Now, the Mishnah continues on, but this is like a, it looks like it's continuing on with this topic, but it's a whole new topic. Like, I mean, it's a general point, not just to this Mishnah. And the general point is that if the husband has the ability to annul a vow that his wife makes, but he doesn't, and he, he says, I'm only going to, he like blackmails, he extorts her. He says, listen, I'm only going to, I could annul a vow if you want, but you have to do something which is going to be humiliating to you. Um, so then again, the point of the mission will be that's grounds for divorce because clearly he doesn't have her best interest at heart and therefore grounds for divorce. So that's what the mission says inside. It says, Amr la, if he says to her, I will only annul your vow that you made regarding whatever it is, eating pickles, on condition that you tell so-and-so that thing that you told me. So there's something that she told her husband, but she doesn't want to say again. It's humiliating to her. And he says, I'm only going to do it if you say it to that guy. So since she'll be humiliated, clearly he's trying to mess her around and mess, you know, doesn't care about her. And therefore that's no good. Grounds for divorce. Omasha martilach. Or similarly, he says something to her. And then he says, you know, that thing that I told you, now you have to go say it to somebody else. And she doesn't want to because it's humiliating. So then that's, um again, grounds for divorce. Or... If he says to her, um, fill up, you know, and literally means fill up, and then pour out into the garbage. So um, the simple understanding here is he's telling her basically to like, you know, get buckets of water and go dump them in the garbage heap. And that is the kind of thing that only a crazy person would do. And people will suspect her of being a shota, of being, you know, totally lost lost her marbles, because what in the world is she doing? And that'll be humiliating for her. So again, the same kind of principle of Yotibita and Ksuba. That's grounds for divorce, and he will um, have to give her a ksuba immediately. Now, there's a second chapter on the Gemara, which is we're talking here about a different kind of thing. When we say, fill up umma'ara la'ashpa, then empty out to the garbage can, we're talking about some kind of contraceptive activity where she is trying to prevent herself from getting pregnant at his behest. And the point is, um, according to Roshonim, either A, she doesn't want to do that, she wants to get pregnant, she wants to have children, and he's not letting her. It's grounds for divorce, or she objects to it because although a woman doesn't have a mitzvah of puravu, um, but she doesn't want to be involved in hashchasas zera, she doesn't want to be involved in, in, in wasting that seed as an iser. That's how the Ritva learns, so Rashba, so um, she doesn't want to do it, and he is, you know, essentially trying to extort her, so that would be grounds for divorce, and she would collect her folk suba because he is being a very bad husband.